Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Wednesday, 23rd February, 2022. Our bit today comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 8, verse 36, which says, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Well, friends, it's Wednesday, the middle of the week, and I do hope that we've made some headway into being the difference maker that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ expects us to be. Yes, that's why he's placed us on the earth at this particular time, to make a difference in his name, to be the flavorsome salt and the bright, exciting light to the evil and depraved world that currently reigns. And though it's a very rewarding and interesting task, it's not always an easy one because it sometimes calls for a lot of sacrifice on our part, giving up our will to ensure that his is forthcoming. And that issue of sacrifice is not something that Christ hid, but he said it very clearly and plainly. The good book tells us, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And you can find all of that in Mark 8, verses 34 to 38. And is this generation ever sinful and adulterous? We know that for a fact. So that means a lot is expected of us, my fellow saints in Christ. But the basic thing is to live for and live like him. Spread his gospel and not be ashamed of him. Because when he returns in all his glory, he will be ashamed of us and not recognize us as being amongst his followers. Unfortunately, though, many of us supposed believers are indeed ashamed of Christ and afraid of the very sinful and adulterous world in which we now live. So we only give lip service to his words and way of life. But as the scholars note, per verse 38 above, Jesus makes a very close connection between himself and his words. So we cannot separate one from the other as we like to do. The problem is that life is so good with us out here in the Western world, with all the privileges and amenities we enjoy, that we don't want anything at all to disturb it. We just want to keep moseying along in comfort, living the life of the rich and idle. But friends, life does not, never has, 
and never will run smoothly. It's a series of ups and downs. And until we learn to take the good with the bad and live accordingly, we'll forever, we will be forever destined to live unhappy and ungodly lives. Even Christ confirmed that life is full of trouble when he said, These things are spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, and we all know that comes from John 16, 33. Now, that's a scripture all of us know, but don't truly take to heart. Otherwise, we wouldn't be living the scared and anxious lives we are now living. Jesus has indeed conquered and overcome the world by sacrificial death and resurrection, and only in and through him can we ever have peace in this crazy warlike world. That's what he gives to us when we truly accept him as Lord and Savior and try to live the way he desires of us. Oh, he knows that we will have hard times, for nobody had harder times than he did. And sometimes we will fail to do his will. But he's also very forgiving and expects us to get back up and continue the good fight in his name. He gives us the grace and power to do that. But we have to truly believe and surrender ourselves to his holy will. As the prophet Isaiah said so long ago, he giveth power to the faint or the weak, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint. And we all know that comes from Isaiah 40, 29, 40, verses 29 to 31. Oh, my people, what more can we ask, eh? especially those of us living in the religious freedom of the West, while so many of our fellow believers are still living very persecuted lives in so many other countries of the world? Please, let's take a moment to ponder the situation, uh, the situation where you could not get up on a Sunday morning, put on your finery and trips to church to gather and celebrate with other believers because that would get you incarcerated and even killed. But you had to hide and meet secretly and couldn't even call the name of Jesus out loud. Otherwise, crap or smoke your pipe. Yes, friends, a lot of our fellow believers are living under those strenuous and unfair conditions. But you know what? They are still carrying the torch of Jesus alight, still fanning the flames of his gospel and way of life. Meanwhile, we all hypocrites out here who have the freedom to do so much for Jesus, live scared but comfortable, talk a good talk but have no action to back it up. Oh, friends, if we don't smarten up and begin living right, when Jesus returns, he'll have a whole lot of separating to do between the sheep and the goats. And sadly, 
many of us will find ourselves on the left hand with the goats and not on the right hand with the sheep. And if you don't know that scripture, then it's high time you become very familiar with it. And it can be found in Matthew 25, verses 31 to 46. Anyway, for those of us who are doing our best to live for Christ, let's go home declaring our right. We spell declaring right. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting all and sundry know of our wonderful position in Christ Jesus. So, in a strong, joyful, and sincere voice, let's declare, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow, and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past not focusing on what has gone before. But my eyes, my eyes are fixed straight ahead, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, my brethren. Unless we forget, if we endure to the very end, then that future will be even more glorious than we can ask or imagine. So please, let's endeavor to, en to endure to the end now. It's wisdom of the highest order. Much love. And the postscript for today says, living for Christ is not easy. But if we are serious, he generously gives us the grace and power to do it. And you better believe that, my people. If we want to live seriously for Jesus, he will enable us to do whatever he wants us to do. So please, let's get serious about Jesus, no man. We're not serious enough, otherwise our world wouldn't be in the mess that it's in. So again, I pray today that we can get serious for Jesus, fan the flames of his gospel and his way of life, so that we can be numbered amongst the sheep when he comes back and not the goats. We pray this in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.